Now, I've spoken a lot tonight about the border protection windback, the fact that Labor's changes, the, the changes they've put in place through Karen Phelps and the Greens actually weaken border protection. There's no way around that. You can't deny that. They are aimed at making it easier for those people on Manus Island and Nauru to get to Australia for medical treatment. Therefore, they weakened our border protection regime. Now, Senior Research Fellow at the Centre for Independent Studies, Jeremy Zamet, has actually written about this today. He joins me on the line. Thanks for joining us, Jeremy. My pleasure, Chris. What are the implications of this? Uh, the short answer is we don't know, of course, but what do you expect will be, firstly, that stick to the policy rather than the politics? What do you think the policy ramifications could be, the actual outcome on the high seas? Look, I think we need to accept that the, uh, the leaked advice that the Department of Home Affairs provided to the government, and you know that department knows the most about the business model of people smugglers and about how best to um, combat it, and I think if this political campaign to bring people from Nauru to the mainland has succeeded, then that's going to create a big incentive for people to get on the boats and pay people smugglers in the belief it will only be a matter of time until that process is repeated and the political pressure uh, yields the same results. Well, it's pretty obvious. Is what we've always talked about. The whole basis of offshore processing is to make sure that people who come by boat cannot get to Australia. Now, now the Labor Party, after all their mistakes, have said over the past few years that they finally get that, that they understand that. And they have said that those people on Manus Island and Nauru, they've always said that they should never come to Australia. That's what they've been arguing for years. Now, suddenly, they've changed their argument. They're saying the ones who are there now should be able to come to Australia? Look, I think that's uh, what has always been missed, and particularly by those on the left, about the whole refugee debate, is that they've always underestimated the pull factor. And the biggest pull factor is that uh, getting to Australia is winning the global lottery of citizenship. And it's something that people are prepared not only to um, pay people smugglers to try and achieve, not only risk uh, getting on a boat to achieve, but also willing to spend years in detention in the hope that the political pressure that we've seen actually work this week will ultimately get them an immigration outcome they otherwise wouldn't get. And Jeremy, who could blame them? I mean, they're smart. I mean, this is the point. This is what we have to understand. I don't blame any asylum seeker or refugee for wanting to come to Australia. It is, as you say, the jackpot of life. It's a wonderful, prosperous, tolerant country full of opportunities with generous welfare, free education, free health care. I mean, of course, anybody on the planet down on their luck would want to come here. But that's why we have to understand that secure borders is the only way to control our own sovereignty. Look, that's right. And um, public sentiment in Australia has been crystal clear about this since at least the 2001 election. That was the famous election where John Howard said, we will come, but we will decide uh, who comes here in the circumstances in which they arrive. The real point that's always missed in this debate is that Australian support for a large legal non-discriminatory immigration program and a generous ref uh, humanitarian refugee program is based on the fact that they want the borders protected. That is the political reality which uh, this debate about refugees and about border protection has always run up against from the left. What's even more surprising is that those lessons have been really reinforced by the events we've seen in the UK around Brexit, where borders played a crucial role in that uh, issue, and also, of course, in the rise of Donald Trump. We're also seeing across Europe the rise of a whole host of populist parties that are anti-immigrant, and what the 
the message that's been sent by the people in those countries following the, the European migration crisis of 2015 is that if, if establishment parties won't uh, secure the borders, they will vote for populist parties that will. And that's really the political risk that Bill Shorten's taking here, because we do have an establishment party that is determined and uh, determined not only to make it an issue, but is determined to defend the border. So that's where the political risk lies for the opposition. Yeah, look, I don't think it makes uh, it should surprise anybody. I mean, it's a fundamental tenet of uh, having a, a sovereign nation is that you control your borders. And as you quite rightly say, Jeremy, we've seen that play out in Europe and, and the US and Australians ought to understand that. But what really confounds me about the left, the left say they like immigration. They say they like the fact that we're a immigrant nation. We should have high levels of immigration. They want us to be a tolerant, multicultural society. And and we are and we have been. But the thing that underpins that is, as you say, a, a, an immigration system that is orderly, an immigration system that has integrity. And Australians will always support immigration and a multicultural community or multi-ethnic community as long as we know that we're controlling our immigration system and not outsourcing it to criminal people smugglers. Um, that's exactly right. Uh, one of the things that people mistake around immigration and is that they, they treat it as a moral issue. And often people on the left, they're more worried about what um, their peers in uh, you know, UN forums or in The Hague or, or overseas think of Australia based on our refugee policy. Immigration is not about morality in that sense. It's about statecraft. It's about ensuring that our immigration policy have the support of the people who, in a democracy, ultimately, they're the ones who ultimately, ultimately decide who comes here and the circumstances in which they come. Well, Jeremy, what of the argument that's being put about by the Labor Party and other leftist political groups and their supporters in the media, that somehow the situation has changed in Australia, that the political climate has changed, that the voters in this country now want a more compassionate approach, they don't believe that... Uh, people smugglers are in a, any longer a threat and that therefore uh, Labor will not suffer any political backlash from this softening? Well, look, that's a, that is an argument that has been run and I guess the evidence that's put up by you know, people like Andrew Probert and the ABC might be that um, you know, the, the result in the Wentworth by-election when Karen Phelps uh, was brought into Parliament might also be that the, the nation has become more progressive in the wake of the marriage equality vote, which is often argued. But look, we sort of tried, we did some polling last year at the CIS to try and test these sort of assumptions. So what we did was we polled the top 10% of metro metropolitan suburbs by income and education and polled people in the, who live in the bottom 10%. And we, really, we asked them whether they supported the maintaining the strong border protection policies that were brought in in 2014 that stopped the boats regardless of whether the coalition or Labor wins the federal election. And what we found is that in both rich and poor suburbs, there was uh, majority support for maintaining those policies. There were 67% of people in the least affluent areas and 58% in the most affluent areas. So what we're actually dealing with here is a mainstream attitude to strong borders. It's not what often is the conventional wisdom of the left, that this only appeals to people who are, you know, uh, redneck or racist or on the, on the social fringe. These are mainstream um, public opinion that uh, support strong borders. And I think any political party that uh, 
tries to upset those policies is uh, taking a huge political risk. Yeah, I think you're spot on. All of my experience, uh, both with people and in politics and with the policy of this, tells me that most Australians understand the need for secure borders and don't want to see them weakened. This idea that somehow we've all lost our senses and want to uh, get into virtue signalling is a nonsense. And the idea that the Wentworth by-election meant anything more than a protest vote against the Prime Minister getting knocked off, the local member, is over-interpretation, I think, and wishful thinking by many on the left. I suppose we're going to see soon enough, Jeremy. I would have thought, uh, as I made the point earlier in this program, I would have thought that the government would have been wanting to somehow reanimate the conversation around border security in the lead-up to the election. They would have been planning some negative ads to remind people of the risk of uh, softer policies from Labor, which is why I can't understand Labor have actually uh, taken away the need for any of that. Uh, They've actually amplified this issue themselves, and more than that, they've actually taken an, an action. They've taken a step. They've weakened border protection even before they win government. Presumably, if they were to win government, they would fiddle further. I think that is the line that the government will definitely run. Uh, I was personally surprised at the decision of uh, the Labor Party to uh, support um, the the many back bill, given what our polling found. Um, I think... one of the things we could say is what seems to have happened is that Labor, the Greens, the Independents uh, and the minor parties as well, they're a bit like the uh, Bourbons who used to rule France, the ancient regime. They, the, the old saying about them was that forgotten nothing and learnt nothing. I think that's really what we're seeing here, that there is this sort of elitist attitude that the only proper fit and proper immigration policy is to have uh, basically an open borders policy. And that policy is being rejected, not, has been rejected not only in Australia, but it's been rejected in the UK, it's been rejected in the US, and it's been rejected across uh, many countries of Europe. So uh, all, the political symbol, all the political signals that we uh, see are all heading in the other direction. Indeed. Thanks so much for joining us, Jeremy. Really appreciate that. My pleasure, Chris. Dr. Jeremy Samet there from the Centre for Independent Studies. Look, I just cannot believe in policy or political terms why Labor have done this. It's so obvious and it's so reckless. And I think they'll really rue this day politically because I think it really does play the government's re-election chances right up because the last thing anybody in this country wants, no matter who you voted for or who you want to win the next election, surely the last thing anyone wants to risk is that chaos, that trauma, that tragedy on our borders once more.